Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Corbins. I'm like Pete Southtown, Zan Zan. I'm always speaking my mind, but I'm better off by my tongue. I'm a bad show at the wrong time. Still, I'm a legend of my own mind. I'm good for the song, but I'm not for Welcome to another episode of Two Ales and Hockey Tales with Wally. And today, I am so excited to have on a 33-year-old from Nottingham, England. His hockey journey has taken him to England and probably some other places. He is the play-by-play guy for the chocolatey Manchester Storm. A staple and legend with the outlaws of England. It looks as though he mucked it up with the Panthers of Nottingham. But we won't hold that against him as it appears to be in a testimonial. Testimonial. Lacos and testimonials are fun fun. And fun is fun. From his poster pics, he appears to be a big, strong, mobile, right-handed shot D-man with some offensive flair. But he is best known with the chocolatey Manchester Storm and bringing the game to the fellas and their families around the world. And... He is the host of his own podcast. Let's talk hockey, shall we? Welcome to the shed, Max Artis or Artis. Uh, either is fine. Artis, I like the flair. Let's go with that. Artis, I like it too. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Um, was I right on my player review after a couple of picks and the poster picks uh, there? Yeah, I'm not a D man though. I played D when I was junior, but I transitioned to forward when I uh, when I stopped playing. Uh, the junior system came back and played rec. I was too quick apparently to be a defender. Uh, all the guys said, "You go be a forward. You're you're much faster. We'll just give you the puck." So I transitioned and uh, I'll play I'll play the center or the wing. Depends what the sport team needs you to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know by the looks of the pictures. I don't know. I might. I I feel like you'd be a really good D-man out there and could control the game in rec league in the UK. I think you dominate as a D-man and then you can control more, more of the game, but Hey, what do I know? You know, I've, I've done it a few times. I've done it recently as well. It's uh, I don't know. It's, I like playing down low in the corners. I like getting in front of the net. I love tipping shots. My God. I love just getting in front of the net and trying to get, a, that's uh, where the goals are. Rebound. Exactly. I love, I love getting in front of it, getting about it. And uh, I'm a bit of an agitator. I like to wind guys up a little bit. Really? You uh yeah, yeah. you ever throw bombs? You ever drop the mitts? No, I don't, I don't want to uh I don't want to be out game. So, um I try and keep it as clean I try and keep it as clean as possible. I have I have been the victim of a few glove punches here and there and uh, the nose has been dinged up a little bit on the ice. Uh got a good cross check to the back of the head um in Coventry in a in recent month. Uh, yeah, I think that, that thing that thing me up pretty good. That was good fun. I haven't seen much of the rec hockey in the UK, but I can just picture some people out there that maybe aren't that talented that really want to try hard. And I, I, I don't always enjoy playing hockey with people like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
it was the uh, yeah, it was the frustration. So me, me and this guy go in the corner. Um, there's a bit of pushing and shoving up the ice. We tumble in the corner. We all end up like me and him just end up tangled. He gets up a lot quicker than me. Um, and as I'm making my way like to one knee to get back up again, I just feel this force on the back of my shoulders, the back of my head, and boom, I hit the face, face hits the ice, and then there's just red. I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> and then I'm out. And then the rest, like, you can't come back in the game. You've got blood on your shirt. I'm like, if that's the only reason, I oh, come on. Yeah. They're not going to let you play because someone else cross checked you in the back of the head. That makes sense. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I get into how we know each other, and we don't. Nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I did see um, that, well, I don't know. I forget how it started, but you commented and said, back-to-back games this weekend, coming in hot with crunchies, right? Yeah, so um, I listened to a few of your shows. Um, some of the guys that you've had on um, – Sully, yeah, recently Sully, he's joined me. He's joined me on uh, as a, as a color guy a couple of times on uh, on the play by play up in Manchester. So always want to listen to to the guys that know a little bit more about the guys I'm uh, I'm commentating on or some guys I've I've uh, come across before, like Evan Mosey. Um, I was on a couple of hockey camps with uh, Clark and Co. David Clark's hockey camp, and Mosey was a uh, coach on there. Uh, a few years back, in fact, I think it was just before he went to Rochester. Well, that would make sense because they'd have the Nottingham connection. They would have been teammates. Yeah, and yeah. Mosey, Mosey likes helping people get better. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. It was so, so much fun. He was great. He puts food in his pocket. Did When I chatted with him, we were talking about it. I think it was with Reds. He's saying when they were instructing in the summer in Chicago, Mosey would put like, like, food food in his pocket like cooked food in his pockets and just be popping them in while he's coaching <laughs> yeah he's yeah he's always always snacking my god he's always yeah he's, he's yeah whenever whenever he can he's just nibble, nibbling away um well anyways um i did have solly on and uh it is it's a pride week right so these two games this weekend yeah. is pride weekend and um and his partner, Adam, has asked for crunchies. And uh, I said we could make this happen. Ha- make it happen. And um, and you said you were going to bring crunchies. So as the play-by-play guy, at the end of the game, do you get in the chocolate-throwing fun? Um, I'm a little bit far away, but I'm pretty sure my right arm can make it. Um, I you never bet, knew you what better. to <laughs> <laughs> I never knew what to throw, but now I know, now I know what to throw. Exactly. exactly crunchies and uh this all started by having your captain on that uh now yeah you know, i sponsor him and he started it all and isn't it neat that he has a two ales and hockey tails logo on his jersey <laughs> yeah exactly i get well with my setup i get the uh i get the same uh pop-ups for the pregame and um yeah when 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 crypt uh, comes up nice big crowd Two ales and hockey, uh, hockey tails logo on there. I was like, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that is cool, man. And uh, yeah. be- being the first person to do something in the world is cool. And I'm pretty sure I'm the first podcast to sponsor a professional hockey player. Um, and I- I'm pretty sure that this weekend, when the storm run amok, um, 
will also be the first time a chocolate bar thrown for a partner at Pride Night, and it's going to be crunchies, and that's going to be some legendary right. shit, folks. So, Shed family, you know what to do, right? Get the crunchies rocking and rolling this weekend, right? Awesome. Yeah, definitely. The, f- the fellas got to earn yeah. it, though, you know? They got to win, man. That You know? Better yeah, dig down bit, deep. Yeah, it's been a bit uh, a bit up and down this year with the storm. It's, uh, it's consistency, I think, is what Matt Gim would say is what, is what they're looking for. Um, and it's been a bit... Bit few, few and far between, but when they do win, boy, God, they win big. They, uh, uh, they, they, they earn it. They earn it hard. Yeah, well, like you guys got a lot of great people on a team, and I say great people win stuff, and they're gonna figure it out. You guys got a great yeah. goalie, and you got mucker uppers. Um, I've never actually seen you guys play. It's pretty funny. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> Um, like I sponsor Critch, I've never seen him play, but I know who he is. I know what he's about, and from the photos I see, he is everything I need in a player to sponsor. <laughs> oh yeah, um, when I when I first when I first got doing commentary, um, I think he was one of the first goals that I uh, that I called Storm last season, um, and they use my they use my captions as I use uh, what, what, do I, what do I call him. Um, Captain Critchlow is in like a little superhero out there, and they 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 ran with that on social media for like two weeks. It was amazing, absolutely amazing. I never thought that I would have like a call of mine go not not viral on Facebook, but like a team use it and run with it. And yeah, they 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 lap that up. I totally understand what you mean, but you can't believe it was what you were saying because like doing this. Um... I guess having the nuts to start this was the biggest step. And then when I realized how much I loved it and it didn't, you know, it's what I want to do. Um, it's, it's really neat that people actually listen to me talk in my shed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. The thing. I, whenever I see the stats come up on, uh, on my emails, uh, from, from my podcast, I'm like, Oh, you've had X amount of views this month. It's up or it's down. It's like, People are, people are still listening. My God, people still listen. Go back and check out my episodes. Like, yeah, that's wicked. That's, that's wicked. It, it's, it. it's, it is so neat. And uh, yeah, it can really give you a shot to the heart when you see. And like, for me, I, I, I can see all these stats and it's cool that like where people are listening are the yeah. places I played hockey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, not only that, there's, there's places out there that I'm like, why, why is someone from South Korea listening? Why is someone from China listening? I, but then I, I want to dive in because, because I'm of that kind of mindset. I want to dive in. I want to know, like, who, who are these people? I want to know your story. <laughs> yeah. So you why probably you didn't listen to yesterday's episode because I had someone reach out to me and say, I know you think it's cool that you've been listened to in, like, over 90 countries. And he was like, I've listened to you in all these countries and it was like 15 countries and a couple of them I had like never even heard of. And, oh. um, they're not on my stats. And he said he listened there and, um, I had him on yesterday and he was in a hostel in New Zealand <laughs> and I got to know oh, him geez. and I got to know his story and he's a clan fan. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a wild world out there. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, uh, Swanky, what a beauty! I met him yesterday, um, in a in a bathroom in a hostel in New Zealand, and that's who's listening to me in New Zealand, I guess, right? Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. 
wherever you can get your hockey, get your hockey. Yeah, so you do host a podcast. Let's talk hockey. So how long you been doing that? How many episodes you done? Uh I think I'm, I'm over. I'm over twenty because Alex Penner was nineteen. I think I've done twenty flat. I've got about three or four lined up, but with work and the storm and everything else, uh, just kind of life just kind of push, just kind of push things back. Um, I've got a double. I've got a double guest episode lined up. We just need to set them on a date, and it will it will happen. Um, but yeah, started in lockdown. It started as uh, the fact that um, lockdown was a bit was a bit tough for me, and I really missed being on the ice. Really missed being with the guys. So I was like, right, let's 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 just start talking. Let's just let's just let's just jump on a Zoom call. I miss the boys, me me and my two me and my two best mates, um, Adam and Ali, and I was like, this this should be fun to this should be fun to listen to. There's no there's no one in the hockey world doing a recreational hockey podcast. Um, so I just started hitting record. And next thing you know, we've, we've, turned, we've, we've found a show, a sort of a show format that no one else does. Sort of, uh, no one else does. We do 20-minute segments, three, three periods, and a little bit of overtime. So it's not too long. It's not too short. Um, we do, uh, we break those periods down into like, uh, into, into proper segments. So the first one is get to know your guests. The second one is a bit more about their career and their past and kind of everything. And then the third period is um, like a topic about hockey or around hockey. Um, kind of dive into that. And because they're only 20 minutes long, we do like a hard ish at about 20 minutes. So we don't get burnt out on the subject. We don't talk it to death. Mm-hmm. We talk about it for 20 minutes. If we, if we re- revisit the same topic, two, three episodes down the line, there'll be more to talk about. So, well, um, that, yeah. that's neat. And um, I find this whole podcast thing is like, I didn't know anything about the world and it, you know, um, until I went on a couple and to get to remember who I used to be, to talk about mm-hmm. my accomplishments and my team's accomplishments. And it had been stuff I had buried for five years. Nobody around here wants to hear about that stuff and nobody wants to hear me talk about my career but you put someone on a podcast you're allowed to tell people your story and um for me lockdown um if i mean life is what you make it um i was working in my shed when we got sent home from the office and um you know i was out here i took extra courses um to better myself and then when i was about done i thought of this and I uh, haven't looked back and uh, it is weird. Like you have your format with the three periods. I just missed my friends and I just wanted to talk to them. And I wanted to have a reason to, because like during the lockdowns, we did like have a Western Michigan reunion on zoom. Um, I had a Cardiff one on zoom um, and all my teams were reconnecting through the lockdowns. And I thought when I went on a couple podcasts, I'm like, I could do this for all my friends. I could make that memory for them. Like, like Franny and Jeff Lavecchio did for me and when I went on their podcast and I got to relive who I was and then I thought so I could do this for all my friends and man it is it is the funnest thing ever <laughs> oh yeah yeah I mean the first what well the first episode on, on that is just me and my two mates talking about how we got into hockey how it all started like all, all of our backgrounds and stuff and then I started getting my and I just started getting my friends on other guys from the outdoors 
and I started to see my teammates in a different light. Like, oh my god, you've you've yeah, done you all get, these. You get things. to know them better, right? Like, I yeah, get to oh, know yeah. people more in the shed than I I could have been teammates for with a guy for a year, and know less about him than I do with the the guys I've never met that come to the shed. Yeah, well, the outlaws have been going for ten uh, over ten years now, and I've had a, uh, how many guys have I had on? Had on I think about, about four or five. And the, these guys have been with the outlaws or friends of mine for about the same amount of time, nine, nine to ten years. And there were stories from them that I never even uh, A guy called Stu Wilson. Absolute beauty of an old guy. Um, my gosh, this, this guy's, uh, if this guy's old school, like he, he, he defines old school. Uh, and his stories are just absolutely just the best. And I was like, how have I never asked you in the, in the locker room or anything else? But it just... It gives you it gives you a different opportunity to ask people you've known for so long these cool questions and they come up with the best story. Well, and for me, yeah, for me, I I'm hearing the best stories, the most incredible hockey stories, and it's brought this whole group of people together like a big shed family, and that's mm-hmm. neat. But what else is neat is I was out of the game, and now I'm making new hockey tales and i mean i'm coaching and i got all those tales mm-hmm. that are happening and that's living but then like that, that that in manchester england they throw chocolate on the ice after they win because of me talking in my shed is how it started and then things yeah. snowball because fun is fun and like that is an incredible hockey tale that has started from talking in my shed <laughs> i love it i absolutely love it and i when, when I first got into this play-by-play stuff, I did five games last season. Um, I'm not, I'll, I'll, I'll admit straight up, I'm not originally from Nottingham. Like, uh, I'm originally from Nottingham, I'm not really, originally from Manchester. So the five games I did um, on play-by-play for, uh, for them, I was, covering, I was covering somebody else who was either ill or on holiday. Um, and then this chocolate pouring happened. I'm like, what is going on? Where did this start from? Like, geez. And then I, then I dove into the history, I found out, and now I'm like, this is amazing, this is awesome. This, I want to be part of this. And, and, now, and, now, and now I am. It's awesome. I love it. I love everything about it. Ah, me too. And when, like, for me, I find winning takes people places. Winning makes things happen. And, like, Ooh. it's like my hockey career. If I didn't win on my way up, I don't keep going places. And, um that I have Critch on and we talk about it, the idea of it. And then the, he actually went out the next night and fights scores. They beat Sheffield at home yep. and it happened. And I get a sent a picture of him holding a Kit Kat with a big yep. smile on his face. And like my heart, my knees, I like it buckled me that that actually happened. And then you get people on your team and when you have a team, you it's amazing what you can do when people have your back. And like uh, director of marketing, Jake, he's got my back. He's always listening. Mm-hmm. And these people that are in Manchester are listening and then getting specific chocolate bars for each player. Yeah. It's like we had Carl Fazers from Finland for Santeri, who's gone now. And then we also had that milk chocolate for Hire yeah. who also just left now, so maybe I should stop getting chocolates imported because now both guys are gone. <laughs> yeah, maybe 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 not uh, narrow it down to specific players anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> get, getting a target on their back. 
Um, but that hire did leave and uh, I saw it, it was for family reasons, which family is always first. Um, but then oh, I yeah. did just see, he just signed with Stavanger <laughs> and, uh, so he's going to the team that beat us in the Continental Cup in Denmark uh, back in the day. And it's yeah. just a small world because um, when I did click Rooney, um, the research team, um, that Stavanger team did win the Continental Cup that year that they beat us. Um, and that's a small world because I just had chocolate thrown on the ice in the Continental Cup finals. <laughs> yeah. 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 They threw Twix on the ice for – Denmark's goalie, Matt Carruth, who's playing in Herning, yeah. and they beat Cardiff, and Twix hit the ice in Cardiff, Wales, for the Danish team's goalie, and man, the hockey tales you can make talking in your shed are as cool as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to have been a nice home for me for him as well, though. Well, I say, I say home, a nice, a nice return back to Wales for him. Well, it, 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 it would have been nice for him to visit all of the shed family, but the problem yeah. is he got hurt the practice they got to cardiff he got hurt in practice before the weekend and never played a game and he's out for like a few weeks and um that's like the opposite of a shed boost and uh the other thing that happened is there are things that happen that are opposite than shed boost and it's you know reality versus like the instagram life is uh i had on uh oh gosh yes yesper um, Orval when he yeah. was in Austria and I tried to get Yaps to come to Austria because um, he was running a muck of the league again and uh, the season before we asked for Yaps for Jesper in Manchester they get imported and he got injured for most the rest of the season basically well I have him on again he's running a muck again and um, um, he uh, got hurt the next game and is out for the year and um I when things like that happen, I I actually like kind of blame myself, and it's like, well, I, I didn't injure them, but like, I you know, it. I like hearing about people do good after I talk to them, not get injured, because injuries are the yeah. worst thing in hockey. Yeah, um, I've only ever had I've only ever had one active guy on uh, as, a, as a guest. All the other ones are kind of um, targeted or picked up uh, retired guys for um, for the pros or ex pros. Um, so yeah, just just run, run through a couple. Of, I I, lo- I love dropping these names just because to me these these are hockey, these are hockey legends, um, and there's, there's more to come. So I've had David Ling, uh, Dan Green, Sam Oakford, Sean the Sheriff McMorrow, um, before his podcast um blew up and went crazy, and now he's interviewing like NHL guys. Um, who else do I have on? Um, I'm, I'm missing one big uh, Alex Penner, Alex Weapon X Penner. Oh, Alex Penner, I I'm pretty yeah. sure I played or I co I was when I first got back I coached um to helped coach the Ripley Wolves uh part time. I really only showed up for the home games. Uh, but he was he was mucking it up out there. He was playing for he was playing for the big rival down the road, and he's a handful out okay. there on the ice. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He, 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 he loves it. Um, he does. He he, he, ha- he has some he has some wicked stories. Absolutely wicked stories. Um, the fighters usually have the best stories off the ice. Yeah. Too. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, oh completely. Yeah, completely. And um, I just I never thought that he would have 
like he would be so articulate and whatever else and never never thought he'd kind of be uh, comfortable. And then I think what fifth, five, ten minutes into asking him questions, he's soft, he's mellow, he's cool. Next thing you know, he's he's rifling on about stories and uh, yeah, he's, he's just he's just in one. And now he's now he's a, now he's a full on actor. He's, he's what? He's part of part of Shorty. He's uh, he's he's in Shorty. The Is he? From Letterkenny. Yeah, yeah uh, he's a he's a he's a hockey player in that. Uh, uh, one of the rival teams is force on on the team against against one of the teams against Shorty. Well, it, it's a small world because Letterkenny was started by a fellow from Lustful just down the road that mucked it up against being junior B. Um, and uh, we know the same people. And um, so Shorzy comes from Letterkenny. I've actually never watched Shorzy. So I've, I've not yet. It's not come over here. I need to find a way to uh, maybe get a v, maybe get a VPN or something to change the location. It, it is a small world when you get chatting around though. So, are you the guy who hosts the Eye of the Manchester Storm? Uh, so that's a fan run. That's a fan run, uh, run podcast. Because um, I hear they're asking about what chocolate people want too. Yeah, yeah. So they uh, takes everybody to win. Let's get carried away. Because I love when things get oh, carried yeah. away. Everybody asks about chocolate. Let's make this thing go. You know. Yeah. Exactly. And. Um, He's done. I, I, I really am a little bit ignorant because I've, I've not memorized the guy's name, and I'm really sorry for the eye of the storm host. Um, yeah, don't worry. But, about, don't worry about being sorry in the shed. Um, okay, <laughs> what about what's the forecast? Is that one you do? So that me and Aiden. Yeah. Holy moly! You cut out there for a second. You say you do do it. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah, My you're dropping. I don't, I don't yeah, know. your internet, your internet sucks and sucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, I think I've got. I think somebody else has just logged on to the uh, to the internet. Let me see if I can. Oh, you're that you're good. Keep going. So the forecast, the forecast, yeah, the forecast is forecast. calling for rain in Manchester this weekend. It is calling for a chocolatey storm. But um, the forecast, that's a show you guys do. Yeah, so we came, me and Aiden came up with a uh, an idea to. Uh, do a show before the uh, before the webcast. And Aiden Millen. Yeah, yeah. Ah, shit, guy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I was I was going to get into it. So um, we both play both play the Outlaws because um, we live in and around Nottingham. He's originally he is originally from Manchester, uh, Manchester, um, and yeah, he's the uh, match night host. And we get on so we get on so well. Uh, it's nice to have that uh, friendly connection. Well, he's a shed guy. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm pretty That's, sure he yeah, asked for a boost, and I got a picture of him and Jake holding a boost together, like the very next game. What is yeah. your favorite chocolate bar? Oh, uh, I'm I'm nice and clean and simple. I'm a I'm a I'm a dairy milk guy. Dairy uh, milk. Yeah, straight, just straight, straight milk, milk chocolate. Absolutely. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, I, I, I Folks, did, you I heard what to do. The the commentators yeah. probably never got chocolate uh thrown for him before <laughs> given to him so um i really hope i get to see a uh shed family uh picture with uh you holding a dairy milk you know because that well, is fun <laughs> I, I would i would love that and i tell you what if there's, if there's a boost i'll get i'll get uh i'll get, get a double picture of me me and aiden hold it hold it some chocolate i would love that would that, love that. that would like be a, that would be as hockey as it gets and folks that is what yeah. the forecast is calling for right yeah, yeah. So we do the uh, we do the pregame show and uh, we look at 
like players to watch, the form, what's been happening, and kind of things to look out for in the uh, the upcoming fixture. And uh, it, it's gone down. It's gone down a treat. It gets played after warm-ups and before the intros, and then it gets played on the uh, on the webcast as well, and gets put out. It gets put out on the uh, Storm um, YouTube channel. Excuse me. Um, that's yeah, that, uh, that's cool. Fun. Every time you want to drop the shed's name in there, feel free. It takes everybody to win. Oh, yeah. <laughs> free ads are yeah, fun, yeah. right? <laughs> the, 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 the more the more I get to talk about Critchlow, the more I can more I can drop you in. Um. Well, Critchlow is involved, is what it looks like to me in the games. It looks like he gets right involved oh, yeah. in hockey matches. Um. Some of the pictures I've seen of him, the one where he's he's ready to pop the guy right in the face, is one of the funniest hockey pictures I've ever seen. I actually. I think I put it up in the shed and um and then there's another one where there's a guy bleeding and then he's getting up no teeth and this big eyes wide open look and it's like man yeah. you are mucking it up out there yeah those those one uh, I can't I, I'm not I'm not sure if this is a whiteout game it's one of the, one of the early games that I did and in the game I'm pretty sure he scored and had a fight win as well and my that was, that was uh, picture of him just after the fight, two arms in the air, one one leg belly, just like really whipping the crowd up. Oh man, yeah. <sighs> getting them in a frenzy. That's hockey. Yeah, that's really my guy. That's the guy I sponsored. You know, <laughs> exactly. exactly. And you know what's even neater about all this? <laughs> um, I still got to talk to my playmaker over in the UK. Um, because the pop up stands were his idea originally. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, Manchester has agreed that they would let me have a pop up stand at a game. I just need to get a bunch of shit made and uh, have someone run it. And then I can be over here giggling in my shed. But I yeah. think that would be as hockey as it gets that a whole bunch of people started wearing my stuff around Manchester, England, you know, and whoever they oh, play yeah. that day. If they played Cardiff, <laughs> that would be so funny. Even better. Oh, yeah. Even better. <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, that would be that's what we should do. We need to get it ready for whatever card of plays there, even if it's next season. Finner, I'll pay you back someday. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, I think I'm like halfway there with uh, with paying my debt. But um, the thing is, is it's been stressful because I want to pay Manchester back and get it over with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also just do this for fun and don't really make money. Um, but like, the last two seasons I got my team's shirts made with their names and numbers on it, the two ales and hockey tail shirts. And I want to do all that fun stuff. Cause I did get my other team's mini sticks and all that fun money is going to Manchester now, you know, it's <laughs> too bad. Um, but anywho, um, so dairy milk and a boost. And so when you're, at the storm shelter, where are you commentating from? Because I know the storm shelter. Are, are you like the same side as the away locker room in the corner? Uh, no, on the on the opposite side. So I. Um, so just down from the bar, in the corner. Yeah, yeah. I've been yeah, in that I'm bar. The, I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I've been in the I'm in the back left corner, up with the DJ, uh, behind the away fans. I'm from that corner. I got you. I've been there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the time I went to Manchester, the <laughs> uh, fan bus that I was on, because I was injured for the rest of my life, um, I went there uh, to do the pregame speech, and the boys didn't know. It was like the last weekend of the season. And uh, we got there way too early. And I, uh, um, all the fans went into the bar. Manchester opened the bar early because the fans were there early, uh, which mm-hmm. was me too. And uh, I had to hide from all the players that were out standing around warming up. 
And uh, we got right in one in that bar. And then uh, when they went out for warm up, I went around and uh, did my I hid in the bathroom and then did my pregame speech. But uh, yeah, I know the, I know the barn. Just didn't really play there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so did I hear something about Manchester getting a new barn? Yeah, um, Planet Ice are building a new rink in Trafford. Um, I don't know if it's confirmed that Storm are going to be in there. I've not heard anything official, but with it being the same um, the same company that runs uh, the Storm Shelter right now, uh, Planet Ice Altrium, and it's going to be a bigger multi-purpose venue, uh, I'd be surprised if Manchester don't. Uh, take, take the leap and um, move move to Trafford to. How how, how big is this far. arena supposed to be? How how many fans could they fit in? I I don't know. I, I, the the rumors uh, flying around are anywhere between like four to six thousand. <laughs> that could be a lot of chocolate. That could get really carried away. <laughs> I mean, I'm just yeah, thinking yeah, out yeah. loud that like sometimes you plant the seed. And then you see yep. things grow, and it's kind of like coaching kids now, and you get you get to see what they become. Um, this whole chocolate thing—if we get into a big arena with more fans, uh, we may as well bring the chocolate with us. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that, that, that's that's definitely not going to stop. That's a staple. That's, the, that's going that's going nowhere. But um, it, I mean, it's, it's actually, so it's so we have started now. a that's hockey what, tradition in Manchester, England. We've started a hockey yeah, tradition. Oh, yeah. yeah, and. Um, I mean, it, it got out, it, it got a little bit out of control when I saw a picture, and there's a full-on like tin of chocolates of, of these celebrations. I think, um, uh, yeah, the full the full multi uh, mini packs that we have over in England. Uh, one of those one of those got thrown on uh, during the Christmas games. I think when Odell um, jumped in for his for his three games. Yeah, so that was on someone there. wrote to me. I don't use the the Facebook thing in Majiggy very ever. Uh, but someone yeah. someone tagged me in something on there, and it was, um, I think things have gone too far. Someone threw a whole tin of chocolate on yeah. the ice, yeah, and that, it, folks, it, it, that's not safe. It, we can't be throwing metal on the ice. That's gonna that's gonna hurt somebody. We got to make sure it is packaged. It can be as big a chocolate bar as you want, but it's just in the normal packages, right? Yeah, either that or like don't don't throw it from the upper deck. Like come down to ice level and like slide it on. Like be safe, be safe about it. If you're uh, gonna I'm throw all... those big things, like you can, yeah, yeah it, you're right, you're right, because it is fun to bring something mega big, um, and yeah. push the envelope. Just don't throw it at anybody, you know. Yeah, like, like, like when the, uh, when guys do the teddy bear toss and they get like the six foot teddy bear. Like, yeah, that's 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 great fun. If you if you can pull that off, brilliant, love it, do it all day long. But do yeah. it, but do it safe. Uh, this is this. I are are you a Manchester fan or Nottingham fan? Okay, let's let's get into this. let's get let's so, do this because you know you keep bringing up yeah. you're from Nottingham, not Manchester. Well, you're the commentator for the Manchester Storm. So, who yeah. do you cheer for when they play Nottingham? Um, this season, I am full full on. Oh, sorry, you cut out there. What'd you say? Sorry, I was... Yeah, your internet sucks. Oh no! Oh, no. Did you say I you're know. cheering for Manchester now? You better be. Oh yeah. So let me get into it. So from uh, ten years old, I was a Nottingham Panther fan. Yeah, I and... can't change that. Exactly. I can't. I can't change that. That's my history. I've watched them since I was ten. Um, but last season, I got to do five games, uh, like I said, on commentary. And then this summer, um, I put my foot in the door. 
I asked another question and he said, if you can commit to every single home game and be a, and be a storm guy, I'm like, sign me up. Because last season, those five games were so much fun. I and you were back out. in the game. And I'm and I'm in, and I'm I'm up I'm up in the booth, and I've done um, this this weekend will be game, I think nineteen and twenty on the season. There's thirty three home games in the season. I'm documenting it on my Instagram because I'm amazing myself um, with this. But I know more. I know I kind of pride myself on knowing my team um, as well as possible. Uh, and for many years, that was the not a good chance. Uh, knowing the guys and um, kind of know, knowing the team in, in and out. This year, I barely know anything about the Monaco Panthers. Uh, I know their players' names as much as I can for, for the commentary. Um, but this year, I am all Storm. Um, they played in they played in Nottingham. I went along to the game. I'm I'm stuck with my family who are who are Panthers fans. And uh, Yolette was on the power play. He ripped an absolute beauty of a one timer. And I, I jumped out my seat. I'm the only guy in the middle of all these all these Panthers fans, and I jump up because my God, was it a beauty of a goal? And I just I love the team. I love the guys. Uh, Finna brought me in preseason to be around the team during the uh, um, during the pre uh, the preseason, kind of get to know you and uh, all that sort of stuff. So yeah, it's um, it's been a whirlwind this summer. Well, so. My side of that is um, hockey is an interesting journey, all the different ways it can oh, yeah. go. And you, when you're on a team, you're on a team. And Nottingham was your team. Now you're on a different team. I'm the same way. Um, and what's interesting was like, um, I've had a lot of Manchester Storm players on this year. Um, mm-hmm. I sponsor the team. Um, I, I did try to have a pop-up stand in Cardiff last season. I brought it up. Um, I, it, I, it, I got shot down and, um, and you know what? I ended up then sponsoring Manchester. Um, mm-hmm. and then I never asked Finner for anything, um, other than to sponsor Critch and get the logo on there. And I haven't even paid him all his money yet. And I said, well, could I do a pop-up stand? And then if I make some money, I'll just pay you what I owe you. <laughs> and yeah. uh, he said, yeah, man, whatever works. And I, it, it went, that's, that's awesome to me. And, um, and then the one time I said, Hey man, I am going to make some more money here. I'm going to do another raffle, which I'm putting one up folks at aleshockeytails.com. We're going to have a Walton 18, two ales and hockey tails Jersey up for raffle again. And that will be to pay back the Manchester storm for the sponsorship and all the support. Um, but when I said, I'm going to make this money for you and I will send it to you. And all he wrote is I got enough going on. I trust you. And when yeah. someone writes, I trust you, man, the things you'll do for those people, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. And um, I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to say like, Finney used to scare me. Right. So I, I watched I watched Finner when he played for Sheffield. Um and then I, He used I, I to scare watched, you? Yeah, I there was there were some guys out there with like they were they were they were mean sons of bitches. They were they were they were yeah, they, they had they had an edge about them. Um and he, he does put a little bit of fear into you every every so often. I've said I said to a couple of guys, there's only two guys I've been scared of doing an interview or kind of like uh, talking to. And it's him uh, him and Kiefer. 
they've got this look in their eyes. Adam Keith from the he's coach of the Belfast Giants. Oh yeah, just, I know Keith. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they, they, Belfast came came to Manchester. It was like, um, kind of midway through the season this year, a couple of months back, and they were on a bit of a slide. They lost five one, and he's waiting for me. This never happens with, with uh, post game interviews. He's waiting for me um, to do his post game interview. He wants to get back on the bus, scream at the guys, and get go home because. He knows it's going to be a tough one. The interview lasted about a minute, where it's usually like three, three to five. Gave me kind of short, sweet answers and these piercing blue eyes, but right through my soul. I'm like, if I see that, if I, if I, if we were on the ice right now, I feel like he wants to rip my head off. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I never got the pleasure to play hockey against Finner, but I, I know exactly what it would be like. Um, and I don't think it would be that much different than playing Adam Keefe, which I did play against him. And I've told people before, he was the most competitive guy on the ice I ever played Mm. against. And I thought he played hockey exactly the right way. Um, and now you see the success he's had as a coach. And I say the most competitive guys I played against have become the best coaches. And I thought Finner was a great coach when I played against the clan back in the day, I know the game face you're talking about because I would see him behind their bench and I would play his team and they played like he was, you know? So I, 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 I think it would be hilarious if I ever played hockey against Finner because we would muck it right up. But I also agree. I owe money to the wrong person. I better pay him back. (laughs) (laughs) He's just got got this look about him. And when he, when he, when he, when he, he turns that mean face on my gosh is it uh yeah gamers it's, it's, can get like that yeah. you know um, oh, yeah. i bet you it's hard for him to not be as involved you know and just be the big oh, suit yeah. guy i bet you he wants he like i don't know my juices really get flowed when i'm behind the bench yeah definitely and um yeah he, he, he clearly has never left left uh, lost that competitiveness even though he's not playing he wants the team to be as competitive as possible and he is so invested to have him now as a as an owner or part owner with this uh, OHL guy that he's brought in it's I can only see I can only see greatness coming to Manchester which is like oh, just to be just to be part of it is amazing. being a part yeah. of the game is way more fun than not being a part of the game and um I love the storm shelter I I think it is as hockey as it gets and the picture of you in your booth with the mics, and I saw the one with you and Sully. Um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. old school hockey. It's almost like I'm looking at a picture that could be in Slapshot, and I'm like, oh, that's yeah. what I think of hockey. That's what it should be. Um, but I also understand that to really like compete year in and year out, you probably need a bigger venue that can sell more tickets and more people can bring more chocolate, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and go, going from the size that they're at, the what, like 2,300, I think, the, the storm shelter holds. And if that doubles, um, to, you know, like four, four six to five to 6,000. It's going to ma- double the ma- chocolate. Yeah, that. it's going to double the chocolate. It's going to make the team better. It's going to uh, have more of the, uh, the rowdy storm faithful um Bring, bring well, it'll grow. It'll out. it'll grow like Cardiff yeah. does, and that. But like winning does that too. Winning creates a buzz, and like yeah. when when you win and the chocolate hits the ice, then there may be people talking around Manchester, going, "Have you heard about this Storm team? And have you heard that they won?" And then you yeah. throw chocolate, and it's like, "Let's get some chocolate and go to a game." <laughs> exactly. Make it fun. Make it fun for everybody. And that's, that's that's all we that's all we want. And 
hockey is supposed exciting. to be fun. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fun, fun and exciting hockey, and that's that's what hooked me in. Manchester, uh, a fun and exciting team to uh, to be around. Okay, they may not win every single game, but it makes a makes it a battle every game, and that's. That's yes. fun to commentate. That's so much fun. So much more well, fun to commentate. And I, I think um, to compete every game, you need a good goalie and you need a good captain. And uh, you guys have that, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, we, we have it. We have it in and, and, and abundance as well. Like, yes. Not, you, not just not just Crypto, but the whole um, the whole league. good people that want to play together, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and hold themselves to a high Holy moly, your video just shut off. What'd you do? You're gone. What the? Hey, you're back. Hey, I thought you were a podcast host, and now you're you're having batteries die in the middle of the show? Yeah. Be better. Yeah. Be better, Artis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, be 100% better. Be 100% better. I'm having. I'm, I'm relocating, so I'm out, I'm out of my rented accommodation. I'm back in my parents for a little bit. Uh, before I find a new setup, so everything's kind of in boxes right now, and um, yeah. Hey, all, I, all I, it, on that, that's hockey. When something goes wrong, you, yeah. you you keep going and you figure it out. And uh, you know what? Yeah. You adapted. That's what hockey guys do. Looks like you're in a new. Are you in the same room, or you just? It looks. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm in the same room. You just got a. You, I'm, on, I'm on a phone now rather than my iPad. So you got I actually think you uh, sound better now. I, I think you're playing I think, better I now. Be better, you know. You yeah. are being better. Good work. <laughs> there we go. Figured it out, coach. Figured it out. Uh, poster picks. So yeah. you were a big Nottingham Panther fan, but like, how do you know Laco and how are you in the testimonial match? So uh, I've been in. I've, I've been around three testimonial matches. <laughs> Aren't um, they as fun as they get? Amazing. Like not so, the hockey. Was... The hockey sucks. I don't want to do that. I'm talking oh, about yeah. the rest of the weekend. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and the 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 events leading up to it, like all 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 week, fantastic. So I was part of Stevie Lee. Oh, he's um, a beauty too. Of, oh, absolute beauty. I, I, he, I've asked him. I've asked him nicely if he if he wants to do a show. Um, so did I. <laughs> yeah. Um. I think he's. I think he's still going through some per- some personal stuff. So I'm going to try and speak to him in the summer. When he's at Clark, hopefully when he's at Clark and Co. Um, but that's how I know um, uh, Stevie Lee. Um, and I was part of his testimonial. I was a coach on the bench. And um, I got to coach and be behind some absolute legends of Nottingham, like Jordan Fox, um, Tom Norton, uh, who else was on that team. Uh, Oakford was on there. Uh, Lapine. Uh, Francis, I think, as well, Matt Francis. Um, and then Blacko has his testimonial the next year. And instead of just being a coach, there was a player opportunity package. I was like, well, I'm taking this. I'm taking this all day long. Um, I threw down I threw down the money. And next thing I know, I'm in the change room. And my goalie is Craig Kowalski, who, if anybody watches the Elite League, knows how much of an absolute legend that he is. I, I played against. I, pre- I played against him lots of times. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Uh, he was Northern Michigan's goalie when I was at Western Michigan, yeah. and um, uh, we mucked it up there. And then I went to the Daytona Beach Bombers in my rookie year, and he was the Florida Everblades goalie that we beat yeah. in Game Seven to go to the finals. <laughs> wow! The fact, the fact you managed to beat him, fantastic! <laughs> yeah, that's, that's 
that's that's an achievement right there. It, it 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 was a hockey series. That was as hockey as of a series can get. It was. Uh, I think I played the longest game I ever played in that series, and mm-hmm. also we won in game seven in like a great hockey game. It was, and then the two teams drank together after. It was as hockey as hockey can get for me. It was like everybody laid it all out there, and then we all ended up at the same bar, and mucked it up for the night again. And then went back to their apartment and had a great time. Oh, okay. And the refs yeah. even came. <laughs> Absolute beauty. That's the story that you want. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I paid for the privilege and I do not regret a single penny of that. Uh, it was uh, a cool Sometimes memory. making memories and, are yeah. priceless, right? Oh, yeah, exactly. I got to play alongside uh, a guy that I hold on a very high pedestal and a guy that I can consider an Instagram friend that we do chat back and forth and a Facebook friend as well, Jordan Fox, uh, captain of the London Panthers for a couple of years, won them the title after all those uh, years without. And he is just the nicest hockey guy ever. Absolutely ever. And um, yeah. When, when, hard, team, hard when teams have that. a captain like you're talking about, I don't think I know that guy, but when you're talking about them like you are um that's how teams win it's like tyson marsh and cardiff when we win the challenge cup and that was when like the franchise gets turned around like he was the captain the team needs he would he would fight anybody he would do whatever it took but he would do it with a smile on his face and he was just a great person oh yeah yeah and um so uh, long long story way around it but me and lacco played uh played juniors together um so kind of my kind of coming up into hockey uh, started playing when I was 10. I think Lacko started earlier. Um, but there was a whole host of guys in front of me at the junior system in Nottingham that were just so much better. Uh, and I was I was not getting played. I wasn't really getting uh, much ice time in the junior system. Um, so I went and played roller hockey instead. But Lacko and all those guys of that age group stuck around. So I think it was Lacko, Robert Farmer, um, Tom Norton, uh, Josh Ward, and a, ha- a handful of others as well. Um, stuck it out, and they were they were miles better, miles better of a hockey player. But that's how I've known Lacko for like I say since I was ten years old, and watched him play for that whole for that whole period of time as well, and been and been a fan of his. Uh, and he's still going. He's up in he's up in Brayhead now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I played against him, and he is a talented crafty mm. crafty little fellow out there and i uh the last time i mucked it up with him was uh one of my last trophies i won as a player it was that matthew myers testimonial um that's where i oh, met yeah. stevie lee lacco because everybody gets to make their testimonial the way they want it right um yeah. mizey was no longer playing for cardiff anymore and he brought a old school cardiff team the new school cardiff team nottingham and then um, Great Britain, and we yeah. had a tournament, and guess who yeah. won? <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, it was as fun as it got, and it's amazing the memories your friends can give to you. Is Mizey bringing me over there for that game? Um, we were line mates, um, and had a great time doing it. Um, him bringing me over, I met all these other shed guys, and shed guys know shed guys. And when Mizey's bringing you to his big day, 
the the people you get in those locker rooms, like at Batchies, are like the most hockey hockey people there are. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, yeah. And I, I will I will keep to the players' stories that whatever was said in the change room stays in the change room. But the stories that were flying around uh, during Lacko's <laughs> Mizey's as well. I was there helping out on that one in and out of the change room and Stevie Lee's as well. Like ah. Oh. And um, hockey's about the stories. Hockey's about yeah. like the memories and the fun. And uh, you know, there's winning and losing, and winning makes better memories. Um, yeah. you're absolutely right. You get to a testimonial, and guy, especially the guys that don't get to play anymore, or yeah. guys that oh, yeah. have played together in the past, and they get to reconnect. Like in hockey, man, and that's how this all started. Is you can be brothers, like for life for a year and then you play the, the the end of the season you have your bender at the end of the year and then you all got get in planes or cars and go home and then if you don't play together again you may never see each other again and you're still brothers but you don't get to see each other so then yeah, you can and, have fun and, when you do <laughs> yeah exactly I mean, it, you you know as soon as you answer that call or you or you call call that uh that, that, that ex-teammate it's like it's as if you've never uh, never stopped playing together. Oh, it's and people yeah. they say people change. Um they 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 go through ups and downs, but the people are the same people, you know. Like yeah. Yeah, you yeah. are yeah, who you are, be yourself. Yeah, exactly. Be, yeah, and be hundred and twenty percent yourself. Like don't don't ever change for anybody like um, I learned Unless you're an asshole, ago. then don't be that, right? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but I, I, learned, I, learned a lot, I learned a long time ago that um, if you are 110 or 120 percent yourself, and you are, and you own, you own that personality, you will get people that love you, and people that hate you. And why, why, why stick around and listen to people that hate you? Just live with the people that love you. And uh, uh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, talk and, my language. And, I'm not for exactly. everyone, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And hey, I'm, I'm not. I'm not for everyone. My commentary style might not might not be for everyone, but I can't. I can't appease. I can't appease everybody. So you just do the you, best you, you can. Forget the rest, right? Exactly. exactly. Do your best. Exactly. Forget the rest. You know, one day at a time. Don't get too high. Don't get too low. We're like a machine, right? <laughs> yeah, love it. Love Sometimes it. hockey sayings make sense, you know. Fun is yeah, fun. Yeah. Winning is fun. Sucking sucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Try harder. Be better. You know. <laughs> oh gosh. So, anyways, um, Lacko. I how I knew him though was he had said he'd come on when I get so sidetracked. Man, I'm a day to day type of a guy, and man, yeah. sometimes it's way more fun to just wait for the inspiration to hit you of who's coming on because something happens. And like there were times mm -hmm. where I was booking people a week or two in advance. And then all of a sudden something would happen in the hockey world. And I'm like, man, I should be talking to that guy, not that guy, <laughs> you know, then yeah. sometimes you just got to go with the flow, roll with the punches, you know? Yeah. I kind of, I kind of wait till summer for, to, for doing mine. because I, I like guys to be as relaxed as possible. Not really thinking about, um, oh, I can't do this. I can't say this. And like during, during the season kind of things, they're kind of, they're in like, hockey. I would, I would say hockey player mode uh, where they give you the cliche answers here and there. Um, where I, I, like, I, I like get I like to try and get right in their soul, like right the night yeah. before a game, you know. <laughs> uh, get, get right down the pipes, love it. Um, um, honestly, though, for me, though, when I was a hockey player, podcasts weren't a thing. 
Um, shoot. Like I didn't even have an iPhone until the last few years, but, um, like, I think if I was a hockey player and a podcast asked me to come on and I got to talk about everything and you know what you're saying, you know what you can't say, what you shouldn't bring up. Um, I think it would give me a shot of life before a game. And that's what was so neat about Mac and Mosey starting the shed boost thing is you have someone on and all of a sudden the next game they're scoring goals or like with your storm fellas, like, Martin ran amok the next time. I know Santeri had, and then Wenny, the goalie, man, he's been kicking him out all year. Yeah, yeah. And, and Alex Oldale, 18 yeah. year old or 19 well. now, like he just yep. he, he just got in the matches, and I had chatted with him, and man, like kid was acting like a grown up. Three wins in a row, <laughs> EIHL Player <laughs> of the Month or something. Oh yeah, and and fully deserved as well. Fully deserved. Thrown to a lion um, after after when he goes down and stands tall, wins that game. Um, shrugs shrugs off a uh, um, a penalty shot as well in that game. Like geez, like talk, talk about talk about talk about growing a set and being being prepared. I like putting your big boy off. pants on, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and. I think it was after like the after after like five minutes of him jumping in that game when um, when he goes down, um, the team would just relax. They knew that he had he knew that he had uh, uh, that Alex had their back, and they could play they could play nice and free. And it was so much fun to watch. And then it rolled into the next night, and then it rolled into the next night. And confidence oh, is course, a thing, man. Confidence is a yeah. thing, and being a gamer is a thing, and stepping up for the team at the right time yeah. is a thing and That's, when i saw a picture yeah. of him didn't he like didn't he get a shutout did he get a shutout? Um, yeah in one of them so um, i'm still trying yeah, to figure yeah. out how nobody grabbed that puck put tape on it and sent me a selfie of alex with his shutout puck i'm pretty sure he got one because i have a shutout puck it's right back there with a couple other ones um, and that was from my three-on-three tournament with my under-13 fellas. Um, we had three teams, so we needed another goalie. I stepped yep. up, ran a muck, uh, and won the tournament as a goalie. You know, first nice shutout one. pucks back there, and old Dale better have his. If not, I'll bring you one, Alex. I'll go. I'll get a puck. I'll tape it up and give it to you. You know, you need that. You got to keep that for life. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah, or a first win puck. Send me something. Just get, send me a selfie with a puck taped up and say this is my first win or my first shutout. You know? Yeah, I think he was. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure the guys were just like all, all in the moment and uh, that, yeah. that change room because I've got to walk through the change room to get to Ginner's um, office to do post game interview. And going through that change room was uh, it was it was beautiful. It would yeah, that would be as hockey as it get all the fellas celebrating with him for his oh, yeah. yeah, getting in there and yeah. doing it. And just as a young pup man, that is so hockey. That locker room would yeah. have been electric. <laughs> oh yeah. And, he, and Alex was just bouncing around. I was just like, Yeah, this is this this is what this is what it's about. But this was brilliant. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is what, it was just it was just yeah. Words words can't really put it into it like um well that's when it's great to be a part of hockey right it's like when something like that happens and you're there and you get to witness it and see it and then you have that hockey tale and you were there it is the opposite of not being involved and not doing being a part of the game you know yeah yeah and i 
I am so proud to be part of every single home game this season for the Storm. The ones that even ones ones that even haven't happened yet. I'm, I know I'm going to be proud proud to be part of it. And, um, Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I love, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, unless they lose, then I'm not a part of it at all. Be better, right? <laughs> well, yeah, but I, I, I can, I can see them getting better every game. I can see them working on stuff, and I'm, a, I'm a hockey nerd, man. I, I, I dive into, I dive into power plays. I, I, what, I, I watch and listen to too much hockey. Um, I, I messaged, I messaged you this morning at uh, five o'clock uh, UK time because I work night shift, so I work from one o'clock in the morning till about eight o'clock in the morning UK um, and I'm listening to this, my, um, my Canadian Canucks uh, that's my my that's my NHL team roast me all your, roast me all your like they're doing well this, they're doing well this year um, yeah see I don't yeah, really I pay do, attention to the NHL anymore <laughs> that's fine but yeah I, just, I got enough I, going I, on I <laughs> yeah I, I just want to absorb as much hockey as possible and uh absorbing yeah. hockey is a thing and you get smarter the more you know um one thing I, before we get past it is i think manchester had well they got a shed guy as the coach ginner and finner knows yeah. finner knows who to uh i guess put trust in and um take the reins and that he selected ginner and then i meet ginner He's a beauty, and um, he's exactly what you'd want as a coach. And when you say they keep getting better and stuff, I've never heard a bad word about Matt Ginn. No, no can't can't say can't say more uh, more good things about him. There's there's not enough words in the dictionary or in the English language to uh, to describe how, how how great of a person and a coach he is. Um, you know he knows he knows when to shout and rant and rave. He knows when to play it cool and calm. Like he, his hockey mind uh, and how to motivate guys is second to none. Like, yeah. Uh, then the, I think it's neat, like how I've kind of become involved with your team is um, mm-hmm. I met him and I met Critch and they're great buddies. And, um, and that's who you want leading a team. And like, a, you know, if, mm-hmm. If I am going to be involved with something, it's like, well, you're basically playing in the big blue tent back in the day. Um, and yeah. you have um, a young coach that's just getting into it that supports me. And the captain is an absolute weapon, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, that's hockey. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anywho, we better move on. Um, you wanted dairy milk and Aiden still likes boost. And you guys well, do that, yeah. right? Um, you, one of your poster picks, you're with the Stanley cup. I'm guessing, cause I know about things now is that was in Nottingham this past season when my favorite team, team, great Britain won gold again on home soil. Yeah. Yeah. That was great fun. Um, I was down, uh, I guess that's your hometown is where great Britain won gold, right? Yeah. That's the, uh, yeah. And I, I, I get the pleasure of playing on that rink. And all the memories that it holds for international hockey, as well as club hockey, as well as playoff weekend hockey, um, a lot of success, a lot of um, a lot of core memories for a lot of people in the hockey world. Are in, do you, do in, you know? In and around, in around that rink. Do you know what's neat? Go ahead. Uh, um, there's a sign in one of the corners. I don't know if it's still named the same, but there's a there's a picture, and it's with the Devils 
um, I believe, with a trophy in Nottingham. And there's a big sign that says the Walton in the corner, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't I'll, know what the Walton is, it. but that's – I, I got to find that photo because – Someone sent it yeah. to me and said, look, you're still around. And that was back when I wasn't around. And I was like, that's neat. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, keep, I'll keep an eye out because um, I'm, I'm down at training tonight. I'm on the ice. Uh, well, take, take a look. It was right in one of the corners. And, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, here. do you want to hear my Nottingham Arena memories? Let's, let's, let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> okay. Uh, one of the first times I played there, I actually played hockey. Um, I scored two goals for Cardiff and we won the game and, um, and, you know, I had been through the ringer in my career, you know, some teams uh, hadn't had my back. They had, uh, hmm. they hadn't, uh, when I had had their back and I'm nearing the end and I get to Cardiff and I'm playing with all these beauties that I just love. And I score those two goals and I get on the bus and we're cruising home and I get a text from Todd, who was not there, who's the GM and the boss. And he yeah. write, he wrote like a nice message to me about scoring those two goals. And I thought, shit, that's how you hockey. You tell people when they did good that they did yeah. good because then they're going to feel good and they're going to want to play for you the next time. And I thought, man, you know how to hockey. Thank you for the message. And um, the end of my career happened in Nottingham too I uh okay. well like the end end I hurt yeah. my knee at the start of the year I'm the pregame speaker now um we go to playoff weekend and I need to bring my a game I gotta do the best pregame speech I can for playoff weekend um, oh yeah I uh got spray painted completely blue um these tapes okay. swat on my chest um yeah and then once they spray painted me, he ripped the tape off. So then it said SWAT on my chest and I'm completely okay. blue. I got the like riot gear headset on. I got nice. a Nerf gun with a whole bunch of bullets. And <laughs> I came in and pretended like we were like the SWAT team. And I said, we got to move together. We got to be a team, you know, all this. And then I shot Tyson Marsh with the Nerf gun. <laughs> <laughs> and I was naked. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah, and then they went out and laid an laid an egg. I think we lost like six nothing to Coventry. the The Devils fan base is crushed. The players are crushed. The coaches are crushed. And like Lordo was even worried about his job because we had lost so bad. And I brought my A game. I was doing the best I could, and I was as pissed off as everybody else it's like so i show up and spray paint myself blue and i do all this and then you go out there and play like that <laughs> yeah you can't you can't, you can't run, run through a wall for me for one game come on boys well and like you know uh, sometimes <laughs> those things happen in hockey i guess but yeah, yeah. It, it was a t it was a tough one that was a tough night and then um we're playing in that third place game the next day which is the last game that yeah. I will ever be involved with in professional hockey at that point. Right. So it's like, so um, I don't play for third place. I play for first. Um, yeah. I don't think there's any reason to have a pregame speech anymore. I am not getting naked. I'm not spray painting myself. I'm not doing shit. Cause it's a third <laughs> place game. Well, they didn't go out that night. They didn't weren't allowed because we sucked so bad. The other team did. They got in one. I think it was Fife 
And okay. we went out and smashed them like eight, nothing because they were in one and we hadn't done yeah. anything. And uh, I got to the rink and Laura wanted one more pregame speech. When I showed up late, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, what do you mean? I don't, I'm not doing that for third place games. Like, yeah, you are. And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So then Deese and I came up with the most outrageous thing um, that's ever probably happened. And um, we were both still in one from the night before because we weren't players anymore and we were allowed to still go out. And that was one way to end a hockey career, you know? (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh geez. That's how it ended um, in Nottingham, England. You know, what are you going to do? Do your best for yeah, the rest, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it, uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful facility to finish it. Though. Like, uh, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd call it one, one of the cathedrals of, of hockey. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a cauldron when it, when it gets going. And for playoff weekend. Did you just say more, that Nottingham more, Arena is one of the cathedrals in hockey? It's it's a staple. It's an absolute staple. It's better than that shed they've got down in Sheffield. Um, playoff <laughs> weekend's cool. Yeah. Regular season games in Nottingham. Need to tape my eyes open. It's so boring in there. It's too it, warm. Yeah. It's too big. You got to skate too far. Nobody can muck it up or hit <laughs> each other because there's too much ice. Um, I, I playoff weekend was as cool as hockey gets. That's as hockey as it gets when all 10 yeah. teams fans show up and everybody mucks it up on and off the ice. But, um, regular season, I think it's the worst barn in the league. Oh, oh, I don't know. They're, they're, sorry, I'm, 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 sorry I'm, I'm, sometimes I'm, the truth hurts. <laughs> I've not, I've not been up to Scotland. Um, <laughs> uh, I've not been up to Scotland yet. I'll check out a couple of their barns. Um, uh, uh, but yeah, I guess I guess yeah. we have we have we have, it, we have it pretty sweet in Nottingham with with, it, with how with how nice the how nice the facility is. Um, it, yeah. it it's got a great two touch area. I know that uh, good two touch oh, area yeah. in Nottingham down below yeah. there. Um, you got obstacles and whatnot in the way. Good stuff. Yeah, but they've got they've got they've got even more now. They put they put a set ease behind the uh, behind the glass in that two touch area. Um. So you were mentioning you're a Vancouver Canuck fan. Why is that? I am. I am. Um, geez, uh, I got There's always a reason the, it starts, especially for someone in the UK. Why the Canucks? Oh yeah. Um, well, my my kind of route into hockey was seeing the Mighty Ducks films. Like I'm guessing a lot of people my age would have been. So the Anaheim Ducks were around. Um, but then I saw this team from Vancouver and there was a Canucks and then they had this, um, there was a guy called Pavel Bure. And he, I, I only got to see a little bit of him play because then he got, he got uh, traded or he moved to Florida. Um, but he hooked me in. And then next thing I know, um, I'm following the team and it's Naslund, Batuzzi, Olin, uh, like, uh, who's, who's in that, uh, Dan Cloutier in that. Uh, those guys and just watching that team was just so much fun and it was so different everyone I knew was either a Rangers fan or a Blackhawks fan or a Red Wings fan it's like no this this team has something about them Um, and I stuck it out and Marcus Naslund absolute beauty and then the Sedin twins come along and everything that they have Um, I watched the whole um, that whole Stanley Cup playoff 
against Boston Bruins. You know, I, I stayed up for every, I stayed up for every single game. I stayed up until gone six o'clock in the morning for them to lose at home to Boston. Absolutely soul crushing with Luongo and um, losing sucks. The, 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 yeah, the the Sedin twins, the actor Tesla, like yeah, and I would I wouldn't change it for the world. Although now I do find myself um, following more individual players than I do teams. Well, I um, agree with that. Yeah, I I, I want to see I want to see guys do well. So like people like Pat Maroon, I got a chance to speak with him um, a couple of like he was, he was the, either in the summer the or pe- last pe- summer. I the, the, especially when you go through the ringer of hockey and um, like I'll always be a Cardiff Devil. Uh, they brought yeah. me back for Wally Night. They brought me back to love hockey. Uh, they they brought me back, but like when you speak of liking players or following players more than teams, it's like I follow the people I know. I follow the people I care yeah. about. I follow the people I know what they're about. Um, and I think that's what hockey is about. It's like when you brought up though Pavel Bure is I wore number ten when he uh-huh. played, when he played for Vancouver, um, and I had Pavel Bure was ten in Vancouver, and then Brandon Dietrich was number ten for the Elmira Sugar Kings, and they were my two favorite players. And then mm-hmm. Small World is <laughs> this is weird actually now that I'm saying this out loud. Brandon Dietrich <laughs> goes to Landshut Germany, and they need one more import to be his line mate and he tell they ask him if he knows anybody and he says me and that is how i get to europe is the guy that was my favorite player growing up and why we're number 10 and pavel bure and fun fact is pavel bure also played for lansuit for one game. oh wow one or two games. <laughs> he definitely did um so That's all enough. three of us mm-hmm. that wore number 10 played for lansuit go lansuit germany <laughs> so Pavel Burry is kind of the reason why I wore, why I wear ninety six as well. He wore it for one season. I remember that. That's when he came yeah. back to Vancouver and he switched to ninety six. Because yeah, yeah, and I was like, "Are you kidding me? You're switching on me when I'm wearing number ten because of you, and now you're ninety six. This is horse manure." <laughs> yeah, so um, I I saw that he did that, and I'm like, "This guy was one of the reasons why I watch hockey. So why would I not try and um, like emulate him?" And then I went and bought myself a um, Mighty Ducks jersey with Conway on the back. He wore 96. I wore that for a handful of times on the ice. Um, so like, uh, like stick and puck and uh, a bit of shinny and uh, like kind of dropping games and stuff. So um, kind of uh, when, when I came when it came to picking a number for the Outlaws, no one ever really goes that high. <laughs> no one's going to pick. Obviously, no one, no one should pick 99. So I was like 96. Um, like that's that's my number. And I said. I asked, I asked the silly question, like, is it, has anybody picked that? And like, no one's picked anything from 70 onwards. Like, yeah. <laughs> of course, of, of course the number's free. Like, you can have 96. And yeah, I've, I've ran with it ever since. And I love the number. It looks good on a jersey. Hockey numbers are an interesting thing. And they can mean a really lot to some people and not much to mm-hmm. other people. But I find it interesting what it, what, you, the number can do to kids coming up. Well, I actually, I guess <laughs> Rob Rod's jersey is right back there that I got when I went to Cardiff. Is there's a kid in Cardiff, yeah. Wales that wears number 18 because of me, and he runs amok and is a gamer. And I think that that is as cool as it gets, and that's all I ever needed in my hockey career. Um, 
but uh, it's like now when they make minor hockey jerseys, every team's got a 34, every team's got a 16, every team's got a 97. And then eventually, um, well, I mean, it's like 99. Nobody should wear that in any league, anywhere, ever. I mean, don't do it. Um, But it's amazing what numbers can do, right? Yeah. It's uh, it's one of it's one of the staples and one of the questions that I will not I, I won't change out of uh, the get to know you questions in that first period of my of my, of my podcast. I think it's the second or third one on the list of what is so your. You do the same questions you? basically all all the time. Then. Yeah, we that 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 first period we we kind of treat it as a um, as a um, get to a, know a full on, Yeah, a full, a full on deep dive on, on getting to know them. So like your hockey background, your number. Um, who who you would have on a line with you, um, and kind of kind of things like that. Um, I, I just yeah. freewheel it and see what comes into my weird brain, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I, I I like oh well, one of the uh, one of the co-hosts that I have, uh, Ali uh, Ali Sinclair. He's um, he's a bit of a he's a bit of a thing for structure. So I was like, right, okay, I'll make I'll make a structure for the, for the show, and it's stuck, and it, uh, it, it, it for me it helps me. I know I know going in how I'm how I'm going to do things and and how I'm going to present questions. Of course, the random stuff comes up and you, you go off on tan, you go off on tangents and oh, uh, it's, everybody does yeah. things differently. Everybody does things different, and that's uh, like as neat about the coaching thing is. I've seen oh, yeah. coaches that have all these binders of stuff and all these different plays drawn up, and it's like yeah. <laughs> I just like use my experience and like write down what we're doing. And then I'm like, okay, we're going to go do this stuff. But then when I get there, I'm coaching with a shed guy who like, he gets me, I get him. And like, we get there and we talk and I'm like, so is there anything you want to do today? Because this is what I'm thinking. And then we go back and forth. And then sometimes I got a drill laid out and I'm like, well, this is kind of what I want to do and why I want to do it. But then he's like, well, let's have them stand here or have the pucks here. And then all of a sudden it works better because you communicate yeah. together and work together. And um, I tell you, man, this team, the guy I'm coaching with is a legend. And so are the two guys helping us. One of them's a shed guy. He's the guy that named two ales and hockey tails. My neighbor, Jason Holt, episode 219 is coaching with me this year. And um, wow. the other guy is the father of, of like – my horse and the puppy, uh, they're brothers on the same team, and he's a beauty. His kids are beauties, and um, it's amazing the people I have in this small town. They're exactly what I need, you know? Love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, um, okay, I got sidetracked again. What what okay. arena, what barns do you like or hate the most in the EIHL? Uh Although it's got a good atmosphere on a on a sold out game, I don't like going to Sheffield. Uh, a big that big tin hut, I don't like going there. Um, I for, for rep hockey, I get to play. I get to play in a lot. I obviously obviously love Nottingham. I love playing in Manchester. Um, and when that place is rocking, it's great. Um, I got to play two games in the big blue tent, and that was an experience. Um, sure so, would be. Oh yeah, yeah. It was again. There's only two recreational games, um, or like beer league games, uh, but yeah, that, that was an experience. And going out in Cardiff afterwards, that was just fun. 
Sully Hole's always did. Did you hit Chippy Lane? You ever been there? You know what it is? Uh, I don't know. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> we we played on we played on the Saturday, then we went out the Saturday night, and we played the Sunday. And the whole weekend's a bit of a blur of hockey, nights out, clubs. And it's like a testimonial a lot, a lot of, weekend. A lot, <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of flashing lights when you. Yeah, it was. Uh, oh. It was. Some of those was, places, man, the flashing lights and the music. It's like, man, I, I don't feel old very often, but I never liked this at any age. Like, this is way too loud and way too obnoxious. I I want to be able to talk to people. <laughs> I can, yeah, I. I um, no, I really can't be. Uh, uh, we've we've toned it down over the over the years without without laws, although we do have a few wild wild ones here and there. Yeah, every um, once, every once yeah. in a while you got to lay into it, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Solihull. I always seem to play well in Solihull. Um, they they've got no glass. They have nets uh, around the boards. They have they have normal boards and then no glass and just uh, just netting. So that's always uh, always an interesting one. Bradford's a real uh, a real interesting place to play. Uh, you have to get changed upstairs and walk downstairs and you skate. Where's that? Uh, to the, to the route Bradford. Oh, that's uh, yeah. We yeah, have a, we I, I, have a Bradford I, I, around here too. It's weird, man. All the same towns' yeah. names are in the same. They're different countries. Like, yeah, no, nobody got creative at all when they came over here and started naming towns. Nobody got creative. They're all the same names. Um, yeah. but uh, I got I actually I thought of a new question because I do have to get back to the real world here. Um, okay. this is a very serious question. I don't know if Finner is still going to be listening to us talk in my shed or if he listened at all. <laughs> but what I want to know is if you know what is happening with the pride jerseys, are they getting raffled off? Or are they getting auctioned off? Oh, that is a, that is a good question. Um, so can I think out loud in my shed again? Just thinking uh, out, thinking ahead. out, thinking out loud again in my shed. Um, if, Manchester wins this weekend. If Crunchies hit the ice all over the ice, and it is the first time ever in the world that chocolate's thrown on the ice for a player's partner, Adam, who's going to get the Crunchies, and I hope you're happy, yeah. Adam. Um, yeah. I would really like Zach Sullivan's pride jersey up in my shed. That'd be, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be, that'd be one to have. Um, I'd probably have to pay that? for it, though, and I already owe you guys money. <laughs> <laughs> And, and you got and you got to pay shipping as well. <laughs> Sugar and spice, you know. <laughs> but seriously, send me the jersey after they win, okay, Finner? There Good. Go. Do there it. Go, I don't have any swag to wear in here. All I want, well, also it'd be cool to get Critch's jersey at the end of the year. I don't know if I get that for if I ever pay, you know. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe. That'd be cool to get put up too, because it is the first time ever in hockey, right? Yeah, it's got it's got your logo on it. You kind of, yeah. Probably should put it up there. and uh, put it up there. I mean, that would be fun. Um, but um, the other thing is, is like, I think like you host the show, the forecast. I do believe the forecast is calling for rain. I believe it is calling for the biggest chocolate storm ever, and I think there should be just a whack load of crunchies, you know. And then they oh, should yeah. send me the jersey, and um, I and that would be as hockey as it gets. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be nice. That'd be, that'd be fun. A full, a full on, uh, a full round, a full round circle. We, uh, we, you, you ask for country. Well, um, Adam asks for countries. He gets them. You ask for the jersey. You get, you get what you want as well. 
that would that would yeah. be as hockey as it gets and um everybody would be happy and happy people play better <laughs> there, there it is there it is uh but you got anything before we shut her down other than what i got like i had a whole bunch of stuff written down i think it's neat when i can just talk to hockey guys that are looking at my notes um is you guys do have a lot of shed people you have a shed family in manchester and i think that's mm. neat how the chocolate started like Critch, you got Finner and Ginner, you got Wenny and Old Dale and Nett, and then you got some other new guy. But then you got Tr- Tremblay, Heinem, Martin, but then you got Jake up in the crowd. And Jake's invested. He brings chocolate every game. He brings his A game every time. And I'm telling yeah. you, it takes everybody to win. And when you have everybody working together, that's how it gets done, you know? Yeah, 100%. And I've... I've really bought into the Manchester Storm this season. I bought into them last season when I did when I did the five games. I am a hundred percent behind this team. I can't stress it enough. As much as I'm from Nottingham and I've I've, I've been a Nottingham fan for all my life, um, th- there is just something about this team that has dragged me in, um, completely willingly as well. And I don't know. There's something. There's there's some there's some magic in Manchester. There's some magic in this team, and it's it's going places. So come along, come along for the ride. Stick around, enjoy because it's only going to get better. There's there's going to be tough times. There's going to be great times, but there's going to be even better times on the horizon. I honestly can't can't say enough how much I back thinner skin and the whole team. I, I love I, it. I I like yeah. It's. Uh... In the, yeah, that's very well put, and uh, I agree with you. Um, and for me and my shed, just talking to people, and you know, you kind of just kind of go with the flow and talk to who comes up and why and when. And like that, the chocolate has started from Critch and Finner and Ginner supporting me. And um, I mean, the, the nice people I've met that play for your team and that are around your team. Um, you guys have everything you need um and now you just got to go out there and do it and uh yeah. get the crunchies thrown get the chocolate thrown fun is fun winning is fun go get her done right <laughs> exactly i love that i love that and this has been another episode of two l's and hockey tales with artsy and wally some people clap on the one and three some people clap on the two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Santa Claus. I'm like Pete, South Town, Zan, Zan. I'm always speaking my mind.